welcome. I'm Iki and this is Denora and Milo. We have a super great family and we're so happy that you're a part of it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is another one that I forgot to look the name up for. Turning the Tides? It's, it's called Turning the Tides. Yeah, I just got there. Have you ever done there. this before? Uh, once or twice. Like a hundred times? Maybe. Uh, my name, actually, I don't think we're at a hundred. What are we at? Uh, like, we're in the 70s, I think. Should we do something special when we hit a hundred? We probably should. Maybe they, we won't. Maybe we won't. So if we think about this logically. <laughs> Maybe we will eventually. No, but uh, that's 30 episodes. Like, how many episodes? The first show had 60 episodes. Yeah, we are the on second the tenth show has about episode 60. of Korra, so we've done yeah. seventy episodes. Except we yeah, probably like split them up a, a couple. Right. Into, so right. never mind. And we did the um, like movie episode and a comic book episode. I don't count that. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> well there you go. Yeah, we'll <laughs> definitely hit a hundred before Korra's over for sure. We'll have to do something special. Yeah. Everyone gets their own cake and eats it. <laughs> Two. Like on the podcast, we just sit and Well, and like the listeners, you're responsible for getting your own own cake. cake. Yes. We're not not mailing you all cakes. That's way too many cakes. Um, That'd be amazing. (laughs) Have we even introduced ourselves yet? No. No, I've been stalling to try and think of something I'm known for, and it's trying to fix and failing to fix a GPS. Uh, When we bought our 2004 Suzuki SX4 stick shift uh, hatchback vehicle. Good lord, that's a lot of detail. It came with. Well, I mean, what are the people going to do? Look up the car we drive? I no, I just up. fear they don't care. Oh, they, it's it's a fantastic little car. Of course they care. Uh, it came with a little uh, inset D or not DVD player. What is this? <laughs> early 2000s? a GPS. A uh, GPS, which is also early 2000s, I guess. Um, and it does not work. So I've tried to take it upon myself to fix it, and I have failed thus far. And you know what's weird, people? We are in 2020. And need vehicle and GPSs. And Buddy and I require a GPS. Our phone GPSs have stopped working for some reason, and everything I've done to try and fix it has also failed. Like, it'll pull up the destination, and it'll act like it's starting. And then and it then just then sits it, there. And then it just sits there. And it's, like, behind by, yeah. like... It updates, like, every five or ten five minutes. Five to ten have minutes, you yeah. considered getting another app? Yeah, we have. Yeah, good call. We tried Waze. So normally I, I use the Waze, you know, Google, yeah. yeah, the Google GPS thing, mm-hmm. um, and I and we tried Waze. And what's really weird is that it only happens like sometimes. Sometimes it works just fine. And I'm pretty sure what's happening is our phones are stuck on a specific GPS satellite. And so like when it is overhead, it works. And when it is not, it just like you know quote unquote can't find GPS, even though it thinks it's connected to GPS. For me, it hasn't worked in like the- forever. And the it's so frustrating gips. to have this phone in 2020 and be like, can we buy a GPS? And I felt like I was in 2009. Would you say that uh, your GPS is having the gips? <laughs> uh, who, who else is here? It's so stupid. <laughs> that was funny and you know it. Abby still calls her GPS a TomTom, even though it's her iPhone. She'll say, shut up, TomTom. Are you serious? Yeah. Gosh, Abby's such a doofus. She is so funny. I know. She is just like one of the most unique people I've ever met. Well, unfortunately, um, unique means... You cut out there now. You guys still see me? It'll be on the recording, but we can't hear you. Yeah, so it has me in here on the call twice now. Oh. <laughs> Neat. Is it coming through twice? Nope, just once. All right, cool. So that's going to be fun to pair up when we have to... Do you want to do another... No, I mean, did you stop recording? I did not. Then we're good. Yeah, it should be fine. Okay. Well, so I was going to say, um, unique means one of a kind. Um, mm-hmm. So someone can't be Ugh. very unique, and there can't be like most uniques shut up it's just okay <laughs> that's probably why the computer kicked me off yeah i agree mm-hmm. i willed it hey who's who's that person sitting next to you bud i'm hannah mm. i can't think of anything guys if they're uh, hmm, no no you can't i was trying to think of a situation where you might have something that's the most unique you can't because i was thinking if you had 30 different Fabergé eggs in the world, and they were all 
unique from one another. You're talking about valuable, though. Yes, I know. But if they were all unique from one another in various ways, then they would each be unique. But here's the trick. 29 of them are green and then unique in other ways. Size, uh, special decoration, what have you. Good God. And, and one of them is red. The red one would be very unique. But I don't it, think no, so. because unique means one of a kind. So well, they're all one of a kind, but even more so. No, that no. doesn't make any sense. For the red one, it's a it's binary state. Something it's like can't pregnant. be more unique. Sure, sure. Or very unique. Sure, sure. I mean, it's also from the dictionary. We've got. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, well, the dictionary also refuses to recognize uh, every time as a word, and so it has no value to me. But he's had a long-standing vendetta I against the him. dictionary. I mean, do you want to talk about the fact that uh, the dictionary now has um, like YOLO uh, for f- well, for literally, it has two definitions. Oh, <laughs> no. the first definition is literally, and the second definition is figuratively. Figuratively, that's so funny. And it's like yeah. you're just acquiescing it's the to peer pressure. Meaning yeah. of literally. Oh, it's oh <laughs> yeah. If they ever had any value in my mind that day, they lost it completely. To be fair, a dictionary's worth is based on the speech patterns of the general public. Yeah. Mm. And we're so, all morons. Our dictionaries <laughs> are too. So the ghost Hannah. is gone. Hannah's best known for being very unique and the most unique that there's ever been. I agree. Right. Who are you? <laughs> He's who, the who? least unique. Who? <laughs> That's mean. That's mean and you're mean. Uh, my <sighs> name's Noah. And I was going to do an office reference, but this is not the right crowd. So I'm best known for trying to do office things and it not in, in the playing house. well in this crowd. <laughs> yeah. In well, the, the crowd listeners might like it. Um, okay. Well, here's the truth. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I thought about it when you were talking about unique. That's hey, but I how about remember. we uh, tell everyone how many cabbages we would give this episode? Should we give well, it? I probably want to do a recap first. I guess. I guess you're right. You, it's man. You're such a pro. You're so good. at I this. know. I know. I know the names of the episodes and everything. <laughs> Do you, does anyone want to go first? You should be in charge. Um. No. Yeah, I'll go first. Why mess with it? All right, Noah's going first. I'm going second. Hannah's going last. All ready, right. Ready, Noah? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna joke and start with a recap because that's what the episode starts with. Thought we are doing a recap. Um. So we open, and Cora's in bed, and Mako's like, make her tea. She needs tea now. And Asami's like, Ugh. Uh So they wake up, and uh, as far as I know, I think the next thing that happens is they realize that the city's under attack. Uh, and Tenzin's like, Lynn, watch my family. I have to go save the city. So she does. And she's got to change Milo's diaper, even though he seems like he's old enough to not need a diaper. And this is kind of a weird thing. And when uh, Tenzin gets to town, they try and sneak attack him, but he's too good for that, and he saves himself. Uh, no, he doesn't. The Avatar Squad saves him, and well, at at this time, uh, he oh. we are now realizing that the council people are being um, taken, to. abducted. Yeah, uh, and then later on, so like after that, he goes to the police, and they're like, "Oh no, the whole city's under attack!" And so they leave the building with an air bubble. Is that when the Avatar Squad saves him? Yeah. Okay, I'm on track. <laughs> uh, and so they fight, and they do a cool job, and then uh, they go back <laughs> to the Air Temple. They look over, and yeah, the Air Temple's under attack, and the Air Temple kids uh, rescue Lin, because they're also awesome, it turns out. And Tenzin decides he has to take his family away, and their baby's born. Cora Amen. <laughs> no? uh, Cora did some what? cool stuff. Lin was taken and got her bending taken. Oh, yeah. Yes, good call. Right there at the end. That's oh, and at the very end, we oh, meet you're right. General Iroh. Which... That was cool. Yeah, Hannah got wide-eyed there. She's like, what? I... She's like, wow, for some reason, his grandson has the exact same voice. It was weird. I know. I think that's an odd choice. I actually hated that. I liked the I liked the look of the character. I liked that he, I liked that he looks like Zuko. But like listening to him talk, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know how we're going to watch this and not want... A Cora Iro matchup. He is That's way more attractive in thought. two seconds. He's like better than Mako. Then mm-hmm. way better. Yeah. Noah, did yeah. you say this before? But like, I didn't catch that that Mako is named after the actor who played Iro. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Speaking of it, we just watched the West Wing episode with uh, the guy that plays Mako. What episode not, is that again? Not Mako. Uh, the, the, so yeah. he's, he plays the Japanese, um, uh, the, the guy who competes with the president. Yeah, the guy who's actually, the guy that plays Iroh. So he Wait, plays the, um, season six, I think. Oh, okay, I'm not there yet. Yeah, that's just funny because a year ago when we started this podcast, you actually mentioned that episode. I got bogged down in season five. Yeah, it's because season five is the worst. Anyways. It is the um, worst. <laughs> yeah, cabbages. so cabbages. cabbages. I got a number in my head. Do Say it. it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to sway you guys. But I've, someone I've has number. to go first, so that's. I got the stupid. number in my okay, head. Cool. cool. Four and a half cabbages. Whoa. That's right. Mine was four. Cool. Mine was three point five. Nice. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Well, he's grumpy. We right. differ. There were a couple things that really annoyed me in this episode. Okay. Let's Great. talk about those. Are any of them not your low? Can we talk about some? No. No. <laughs> no problem. No, that's fine. Um, I thought that. So I know what people are gonna say, but I didn't like the start of the episode with the relationship drama. I was just like, no, like that. no, this is yeah. stupid. I Agreed. hate this. Yeah, the, good, that. the good news was it wasn't as prevalent in the episode. Right. Agreed. It was like they got past it, and I know that's what everyone. The first half think. of the episode was boring. Yes. The second half was great. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. And that's why I did not give it a follow. For uh, some of my general thoughts, I really liked uh, Pema's face when she left. She was like, mm, I think I'm going to leave and let you two talk. And then like the last shot of her face as she leaves the screen is like. <laughs> I oh, it's so that. good. She's got, when she's got like her Mako eyes are wide and her, and her mouth like drops way down. Like she's like clearly leaving like a bomb area. Like, uh, yeah. Talk. Yeah, she, she was in the kitchen with uh, Asami. Mako and Asami. Oh, yeah. And then Mako comes in, and she's like, you're a freaking firebender. You could just heat the water, right. dummy. I was still outraged because she's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, Pema kind of realizes what's happening. It's like, I'm going to leave you two to talk. And gotcha. like the the shot gets really close to her face as she leaves, and she's like. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I thought Asami's line was hilarious. It gave Pema like a personality for the first time in, I think, the show. I thought it was yeah. funny when I said Yamahama, and nobody left. I didn't hear it. That's you. right, we didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear it either. Oh, I went. We aggressively decided Yama, together Hama. to not laugh at your joke. Wow. We were like, we looked at each other like, man, that's really. And we funny. like shook our don't, heads. Don't give him the day. So I thought it was fine. You, you know, I can it. see you, buddy. <laughs> um, I thought it was silly that Janora was aware of her father's past relationship with Lynn, and I then I, I thought to my, silly. and then I thought to myself, Dorcas, Dorcas right? <laughs> Were you thinking the same thing? Because that's what that's I was the thinking. the exact same thing. That's yeah. funny. I had the same thought that I don't know that my 12-year-old daughter would know oh, about my ex-girlfriends. No, I didn't have that thought at all. Like, we always knew about my dad's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> that's because mom wouldn't shut up about Dorcas. That's, that's You're going to have to cut this part out, my friend. Oh, really? All right. Noah, what do you think? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, mm. if mom listened to it, I thought that would hurt I don't think feelings. mom listens to Avatar. Okay. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said she wouldn't shut up about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that was more aggressive than I meant. I just meant like <laughs> she loved bringing that up. Yeah, she did. Maybe because it was embarrassing. It's the for worst him. name ever. Um, yeah. So the wiki one. So you don't know who any of your parents' exes were? No, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but to be fair, like you can't really tell us what your grandparents' names are. Yeah, that's true. But well, that's not true. I do know my grandparents' names. Um, but. The, you didn't know Slim's name. For a long time, yeah. Um, that's called everyone call him Slim. Like, that's not even my fault. Uh, it's definitely your fault. But that's like I don't when think, no one knew your name was not Buddy. I don't think any of my siblings <laughs> could tell you my parents' past girl, like, past relationships. Do you know so. what else, though? Starks are, like, yeah, the well, least communicative people. That's true. In the entire planet. Yeah, don't talk to us. <laughs> We, That's we their family we crest. We don't want to talk to you. <laughs> don't talk to us. We don't talk to each and other. And it's just two people with their backs towards each other and their arms folded. <laughs> <laughs> and then in, in between them, there's a hand that's like a palm coming out. Just like, stop. Don't stop. come closer. <laughs> my, yeah, that's it. But oh. really, my family crest uh, is... Uh, <laughs> that? Wow, like a going to town. 
uh, is a decapitated bullhead with someone's hand holding it because there's like a story behind it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and there's three acorns on it, which I don't. I don't know why there's three acorns on it, but there is. Our fa- our family, <laughs> our family, <laughs> our family crest is a is a. Uh, it's a cake. Loot. <laughs> or a liar. It's just a half-eaten cake. Which one's the medieval with some hands in it? Which one's it's the a medieval Costco cake. <laughs> oh, did anything ever come of? Didn't they like cancel Costco cakes now? Yes. Forever. Has, they has forever they like, canceled them. Have there been fallout in the Crowder House because of this? Oh, uh, we all had a war with Costco. We all canceled <laughs> we all our memberships. A, we had a war council <laughs> and we sat together and we thought, how can we get I, this national brand to I change? We don't want to have Sam's Club's crappy cake. I had the biggest smile on my face the entire time I read the article. Buddy, cab- I literally told a cabbage all of eating a cabbage eating grin on your face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not because like you know I don't like you guys, but like I just it's I knew exactly the fallout that was coming, and I was so excited about it. It's like if the Starks found out that they decided to like ban Johnny Cash or barbecue. or uh, what's the pizza place Monocles? Monocles, yes. Oh yeah, if Monocles ever went under, we'd be we'd be up in arms. It'd be like if Monocles still existed, but they just did salads. <laughs> and they got rid of their pizza, and good they don't point. do that French sauce. That is true. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Because most of Costco's money comes comparison. from uh, birthday cakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the one near the Crowders does. Well, and it's funny because it's not even like a birthday cake thing. It's like a can we get cake for any reason to get a Costco cake? <laughs> <laughs> that was what our um, wedding rehearsal party cake was. I believe it. it so our, good. our wedding cake was a Sam's Club cake, and it sucked. <laughs> it actually didn't. It was okay, but it wasn't as good. Hannah, do you remember so when they used to do um, raspberry filling with the vanilla cake? That that was my wedding rehearsal cake. That was and the it best. Was so good. It was way better than chocolate. It was way better Buddy. than vanilla. It was vanilla cake, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was vanilla cake, but the ras- it was raspberry was filling raspberry instead of vanilla filling, filling. Oh, it was so good. I think Buddy's super over the cake talk. Who cares? He got us yeah, started on You go on to it. town. You do your thing. Although, to be fair, he didn't. I did. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I liked that um, Tenzin's beard flickered, like it fluttered when the electrical attack was coming. Because, and <laughs> because that's physically because realistic. It is feel physically realistic, but also I related because this just this morning, I actually fixed a Vandegraaff generator. And the, like before I saw uh, any yes, spark happens. Yeah, you know, what, what you do. Um <laughs> One of the educators came to me today at work and was like, hey, we have a Vandegraaff generator that doesn't work very well. Could you fix it? And I was like, uh, I know the theory. I don't know that I'm a good mechanic, but I fixed it. And um, before I ever saw a spark come out of it, I knew I had fixed it because my hair started going towards it. Like I could feel like the, the terror rose up inside me that I needed to get something else close to that thing quickly. His armpits yeah. tingled. <laughs> yeah. Weird, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> So anyway, but I like, but the, so like I did that this morning, and then I watched this episode after that, and was like, "Hey, they thought about the electrical field." I know that's how electricity, cool. and works. that's like how Faraday's beard, cage. His beard saved him because <laughs> without that hair, he wouldn't have felt it. What about his eyebrows? Why did it save Maybe him? His eyebrows. Well, because like it, the attack was coming from behind him, and like his beard freaked out because the electrical field was coming, and that's what like gave him mm. a moment's warming. He like ducked as the like thing whirled by. So there are disadvantages to being bald. Yes, I guess there is. <laughs> uh, d- you didn't know that being bald was not great before this? I guess not. It just seemed like you have a smooth head and, you know. Yeah, nothing no. for them to grab during your fight. Now, cooler imagine, in the summer. Now imagine if uh, he wasn't just bald, but he was also short and fat. <laughs> and, and, welcome, had glasses. Wel- and had glasses. And, and hated ginger. his job. Um, <laughs> no, he's not been. ginger. He doesn't have any hair. He's bald. But he's a ginger in his soul. <laughs> uh, okay. Listen here, okay? Um, Slumpy, can we dumpy Tenzin. Oh. <laughs> that was rude! Is that what you think of me? <laughs> Take it back! No, we're just all describing Slumpy, dumpy Tenzin. <laughs> Wow! Can one, can one of our artists out there um, make a slumpy dumpy Tenzin, please? Amanda, I sl- I, Amanda, a yeah. Amanda, we need to see this. That is crazy. 
Oh, that'd be upsetting. <laughs> but but can you also can you also um, make him eat cake or something? <laughs> yeah, Costco cake. Can you put <laughs> one in front of him? There's a fistful of Costco cake. That's the Crowder <laughs> mascot. <laughs> That's our crest. <laughs> if he was like whistling or something, that would be like appropriate. Or like over planning and over, like, like talking too yes. much about plans. Or like offering someone a hug. <laughs> or like being so courteous that you end up shooting yourself in the foot for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Like overly courteous. Yeah, or like- yeah, you like you two people like die there because they both are trying to let the other person go first. <laughs> but somehow they're still fat even they though they died. They both st- starve from not eating the Costco cake. Oh, uh, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Hey, after the fight, they put metal benders in a big metal truck. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like like yeah, they were on a magnet when they went in there, but they're not anymore. Like, yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, well, is that is that like their pure platinum? I mean, the platinum earlier was like a nice, bright, silvery color, and this was definitely like a black truck. Oh, is the, it's the dark platinum now? Okay, cool, cool. I think the metal bending thing is so stupid. Like, like the people inside the truck could put Bend a boulder in front of the truck. Yeah, you could like, you could do so many things, and yeah. I just don't believe. Because we've seen time and again that like visual, con- visual like contact with whatever you're bending is not required like you can bend without seeing yes. it which is also frustrating to me why at the end lynn had to jump onto those ships i don't think she had to do that she could bend it from a distance yeah yeah, yeah. it's tough <laughs> it's bull well like maybe proximity matters to a certain point because like you know can you bend something on the other side of the planet yeah. i don't know but it does seem oh, if you like can it's see it? yeah, and it does seem like it's an arbitrary distance depending on what they need. <sighs> anyway, I just think the show. I think it was cool that Toph created metal bending, but I think it would have been a lot better if they hadn't. Hmm. Interesting. I think then they would have had a chance of non-benders actually restraining benders if they could use metal. Yeah. But benders couldn't. Well, I feel like um, if they had gone just a little bit further into a couple decades and like they had invented plastics. Then you've got restraints that metal benders can't bend. That's true. But they didn't. No, are you still on? Yes. Okay, couldn't tell. Yes. What did we <laughs> think about um, uh, Milo? Love um, him. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the fight most scene? part. The fight okay. scene was it's funny. Stupid, but that's what I was wondering. Like to me, it wasn't funny because I like I never really care for fart jokes. Like I know it's really popular. You love fart jokes. No, I don't. Mmm, moist. What? Yeah. Thank you, Noah. Yeah, that was funny. Um, but in television <laughs> shows, like, I just, I don't know. Um, uh-huh. like I, I think they're kind of funny. The kids fighting was a lot of fun, but when Milo comes on, I'm always kind of like, nah. I love right, Milo. You're a little rug rat. I didn't I like, funny. I didn't like uh, the, the bit with Lynn uh, when she first agrees to watch the family. I didn't either. And he was like, I gotta poop. And Pemo was like, can you bathe him? He's filthy. And I was just like, well, that's not how that works. She's not a babysitter. I did like how she, like, used her metal bending to, like, carry him far away. That was funny. I hope that this relationship gets closer because she could be a really cool Aunt Lynn. Mm -hmm. Like, if they could get close to her. Yeah. When Milo was like, she's my hero. That lady is my hero. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she should be, like, a part of the family. And then Lumpy Dumpy Tenzin was like, yes, (laughs) she is. (laughs) It was slumpy. Uh, tomato. Well, now, we've got a th- tomato. now we've got a third one. To Tenzin. Slumpy, lumpy, dumpy Tenzin. Frumpy. Speaking of dumpy, oh, frumpy Tenzin. Frumpy, slumpy. Uh, he Grumpy. saves. He's Grumpy. like we shouldn't gloss over this. He absolutely saves this city because yes. he walks into a, a room full of police officers and is the only one that thinks let's call in the national guard. Like if if Tenzin hadn't escaped that capture attempt, this goes down very differently. Who's like, the National Guard? Well, I was using a the United scenario. United Nations, the, the it's United not what Guard, called. what are they called? What, yeah, something. United Forces. Yeah. Is yeah. that who's on the boats? That's Captain. That's Iroh. why General I was coming. Is because, General Iroh. Um, is because Tenzin got a wire out to him, and like General no one Iroh. else thought to. Is such a cool character. Yeah. But you know what's funny? They were like, "We got a tra- or a transmission from the Avatar," and I was like, "No, you didn't." Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That <laughs> is true. I you was absolutely like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe off-screen, she updated them after the fact, when the city had been taken. But yeah, like, the first tra- transmission came from 
Uh, Maybe he signed her name. Slumpy Frumpy Dumpy. What? Well, the first trans- transmission is like what sent, what got them out there. They were already on their way. Like they were in that big fleet heading that direction. So maybe that was an update that we didn't see from Korra. There are so many like stumpy, <laughs> bumpy, grumpy, Gr- grumpy. Yeah. Tumpy. Dumpy. Oh, wait, we already did dumpy. Numpy. <laughs> all right. All right. Gumpy. All right. When that guy, so the. When that guy, the like second in command mustache guy, jumps at Naga, I was thinking you're jumping at a thousand pound polar bear dog. Yeah. Like, what is your plan here? And then Naga just swats him away, and I was like, yes, that's what would happen if you jumped at a polar. That's that's the best case scenario. That's jumping three benders. Yeah. Well, and like she's got massive teeth. Like he could have been chomped in half. Yep. (laughs) It's like, what is your plan here, dude? Yep. That was pretty funny though. Yeah, Naga's awesome. Uh, something that was almost my high, uh, and I'm sorry if I'm taking someone else's, but I do want to make sure we talk about it. Oh, that's my uh, thing. Is just, cool. Is just that Tenzin's family is so heartwarming in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mm-hmm. one of the most heartwarming things I've seen in a while. Like, really? All, like, the kids' relationships, how they greet the baby. Like, when Iko greets the baby, like, that's yeah. sweet. At the that end, sweet. when Milo it's is... Iki. Thank you, Iki. Uh, when Milo is talking about Lynn, like she's a yeah. hero, like that's sweet. When they're defending this their island, like show it's just needed more kids. Yeah, so I really like it was almost my high. Just the fact that like that family is so great together. Yeah, my high was almost uh, Tenzin and his action sequences. Agreed. I, th- I thought those sequ- I-, I thought they were animated really well and illustrated illy illy well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just thought he was really cool, so I really. I thought that. they were too because when he started fighting, I was like, "This is why air is my least favorite element." Like, yeah. what can you do with it? <laughs> but he did some really cool things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when he pushed the tank or the mech suit like a yeah. block away, and when he like shot those bolts, yeah. like I was like, "Yeah, you could weaponize it better than they've ever really shown it. Mm-hmm. You well, could like cut something, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I thought, think Aang does cut stuff in the first show. Well, and I actually thought at this point, and I keep forgetting, Tenzin is a better airbender, I'm sure, than Aang was. Right, because he's an adult. Time, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Yeah, clearly. And I like that they displayed that. Yes. I mean, he's, done, he's doing that little tornado thing easily. That, that was cool, did yeah. the Avatar state. I liked watching each of the kids do their different moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Cool. Emails. Emails. Uh, Christina agrees with you, Noah, uh, that um, the way that they, like, it's weird because she uh, is a month behind our recording because that's how we are posting things. Mm -hmm. And she already is with us uh, because uh, in her email she says, and let me, I'm I'm doing this out of order because it just, it works well with what we were talking about here. Um, Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a final note, so we'll go back and look at this stuff. Uh, I'd like to repeat here from a tweet that Tenzin is her favorite. This is Christine again. The way they animate his bending in the show is so freaking good. He doesn't get uh, to do much bending for a while because, again, she's a month behind us. Right. But when he does, it's glorious. He's the best mentor, and she wishes that he was her dad. Uh, <laughs> she didn't realize that J.K. Simmons voiced him until Noah said that, so thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> here to help. Uh, so she has fallen behind cause she didn't realize that we've been posting all summer. So she's excited that we are, uh, she binged caught up, uh, as of today. So that's very cool. Um, she appreciates the character development through this season. She says Amon is, a, she agrees with a lot of what we, as, as Christina does. She's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Amon is a great supervillain. Um, the yeah, ending is so crazy, good, sad, tragic. Uh, the ending of season one, she thinks season two is pretty crummy, which Solidarity. That's right what there, I've read Christina. online. Yeah, it's, they say season two is the worst. It's we've also it said falls off a cliff. Times. Yeah, this it sucks. Is, it is I don't want to watch this season just to watch a worse season. <laughs> well, yeah, so if, Avatar if, one if it, is really cool. So that stuff's awesome. Ugh. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they had continued like the directions they're going right now, like I think Korra would have been a really good show. But they take it in a really weird direction. 
Uh, she says she thinks season two is like a total reset. She can't hate, wait to hear what we think. She also uh, is glad to hear that we all freaking hate the love triangle in the show. Um, and she has a, a lot of insights into like why love triangles are the bad thing. She mentions that she never once in her life had to choose between two suitors or fight someone else for the same guy. Yeah. Thank she, you. I think I've said that. It's mm-hmm. not realistic. Yep. And she agrees. She says it's ridiculous. Or maybe I'm just not that hot. That basically every popular teen-oriented TV show, <laughs> book, movie in existence includes a love triangle. Always. Uh, Katniss, Peta, Gale, Bella, Jacob, Edward, Rory, Jess, yes, Dean. Girl. They make it seem super common, uh, seem like a super common occurrence, and it seems rather toxic for young adults and teens to expect okay. so much attention. Okay, so although... Real quick, can we just say, Team Jess, can we all agree? A hundred percent. Yeah, Okay. Which wait, is funny because I love wait. Jared Padalecki, but it's too I tough. hate Dean. I mean, but I don't like either of those suitors for Roy personally, but whatever. What? Oh, Jess is the worst. Jess is the best. Dean is also the worst. They're, Dean, they're Dean is the worst. worst. Wait, hold on. Jess is a bad boy who hold reads. On. Hold on. He's a bad boy they're that reads and gets attacked Noah. by swans. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, they can't both be the worst, buddy. Worst yeah. by definition <laughs> means there is nothing means the worst. <laughs> yep, they're tied for worst. Well, that's I will say this. Fair. One. <laughs> in Harry Potter, there's not really any love triangles, which is awesome. That's true. Two. What about Cedric? I guess that Joe is usually how I found each of my boyfriends was I was still dating the previous boyfriend, and then <laughs> I found a new one. So what about is that Cedric? A love triangle? What about Cedric, Cho, and Harry? That's like barely well, then, a love triangle. Because then Cedric dies, so it's not a triangle right? anymore. <laughs> It's just a line. <laughs> it's just a line. <laughs> it's not a good line either, <laughs> which is why they ditched after one book. All right, moving on. She ends her email uh, by saying, P.S. I still haven't listened to your last Airbender movie commentary episode, but Smart. I don't think I can bring myself to ever watch that movie again. My friend and I went to the midnight premiere oh, oh, no. of that dumpster fire. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone was so excited waiting in line, and then after the movie, we were all so sad and disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, let's see. Thank uh, both, you, Christina. Both Ben K and Nick H uh, emailed us about something that we all know of as of right now, uh, which is that um, devastating. Uh, Michael DiMartino and Konitsko or whatever. This? Yeah, the I second can never gentleman. His name. Yeah, Brian. Um, yeah, Brian Konitsko uh, are no longer with the Netflix live adaptation of Avatar. That we haven't really this gotten. This is depressing. As of right now, we don't really know why they backed out. But let's talk about that for a moment. What do we think? We don't know the uh, specifics. We know but... we know the general idea, which was yeah. uh, Netflix told them they would have basically free reign creatively. Um, and in his love letter to the fans, he basically was like. And we did not. <laughs> they, uh, he said, Ugh. whatever you see is definitely not going to be the vision we had. Netflix? Oh, that's painful. Are they idiots? Like, like what? do they watch the movie? There's, what are they doing? There's a, there is a cancel movement on Twitter. Good. That's hashtag cancel uh, last airbender show. I wow. just like to have the original creators is amazing. Yeah. And like. And they then, know what they're... I just don't understand right. what they could have wanted that was so out there mm-hmm. that Netflix was like, no. Right. To the point that, like, they had to leave. I know. It's crazy. My guess was more that Netflix wanted to do something and they were like, no. That'd be... Yeah. That would be my guess. But well, why but, would Netflix be so dumb? Right. Well, that, that begs the question, like, yeah, what, kind of what Hannah's saying is, like, why wouldn't Netflix realize and be like, oh, okay, well, what's your, you know, take right. on yeah. this? That's like, right. they've had the backlash from the movie. Like, don't do that again. Right. Yep. Uh, whatever. Uh, I've been reading see. it's probably going to be worse, which I don't think is possible, but you never know. I, I could, could not be believe worse. that. Um, Nick uh, goes on to say that Avatar is something that so many people have been able to find peace and happiness in, and it's sad to see it not get the respect it deserves, especially after Absolutely. the mistakes made in Shyamalan's version. Uh, he highly recommends seeing both of the statements issued by Brian and Mike on their Instagram pages, which I don't think I've seen one of those mm-hmm. two so maybe i'll go back and read it but i i would second that if you are a fan of this show definitely read what the creators are saying about this um because it seems like a, you know, a worthwhile thing to to know about for sure with a disappointed heart uh nick thanks mm. so much for you uh, and we appreciate we might not love what's what's coming nick but we appreciate your email that's true same thing with you ben k he uh he also pointed out that the uh creators have left it um, so thank you so much. Yeah, a lot of people let us know. Um, I actually saw it before 
um, I was getting tweets and then it was just like every tweet was just a reminder of sadness and yeah. every text message and facebook message and, and instagram and snapchat for my friends was just like oh stop i almost sent you so this sad. picture to noah where it was like this guy saying it's like a meme and he is he stand, he's standing there yelling uh-huh. and he's like they're gonna make a netflix remake of avatar and the guy's like, open the gate. Yes. I, did you see that? Yeah, I sent that to you like three <laughs> years ago, but that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. And then well, open, this the one ga- was updated open the gate a little. With, with the creators, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to so say final... the one with the guy that's standing with his hands on his hips, like disappointed. And he's just like, like, a, like an irritated, disappointed meme. And it, it's uh, Netflix had... Uh, has created a last uh, last Airbender show and fired or the end uh, made the original creators quit and it's just this dude like standing there with all the sass and irritation in the world <laughs> and I was just like yes that's how it is. Our final email for the week uh, it comes from Frank C, which if I'm not mistaken is uh, Noah's Pokemon rival, uh, and he <laughs> has a few and he's not doing himself any favors I'll say in this email because he's I, I is this what uh, you laughed was, at in the. Uh, no, I laughed at the dumpster fire references oh, okay. to that movie. I thought that was okay, really funny. funny. What dumpster fire? Uh, Christina, in her email, said that she was at the prime oh. the premiere at ten, yeah midnight release of that dumpster fire, and then maybe gotcha. Um, so yeah, I was on the fence about the Pokemon thing because you know I don't know a whole lot about it, but, but Frank's like he's digging his grave here because he says that his least favorite part of season two, the the worst part of season two, and wait, the, and, is this spoilers? No. It's Avatar one. Uh, yep. No, and he says it ruins the season overall. And yeah, and I'm like, uh, no, Frank. this is the best part of season two. It's the most. Well, maybe interesting I'll agree part. with you, Frank. Could be. Uh, it's backstory. So to- you like backstory? No, I don't. Oh. Backstory is the worst. It's so boring. Oh my to back up his claim, uh, he thinks the Civil War aspects uh, at, with Varric are brilliant, but the spirit magic found with Juan, presumably, uh, is too rigid and ruins the mystery and intrigue of the spirit world and the concept of o- av- Avatar overall. Um, and he links to a YouTube video that we could watch if we'd like to. Well, uh, I can't talk about this because I haven't seen season two. Yeah, it's fine. Um, for, see, I just sit there are things you don't. <laughs> the things you don't like, Frank, are actually the things that I really like yes. about uh, Avatar 1. The fact that they bring some rationale to both the who the Avatar is and also like what the spirit world was before a big split. Plus, I really like both. Plus, like you wouldn't because is interesting. Because oh, yeah. You hate when they add too many rules. Doesn't it break everything? No, no. No, no, no. Jesus. I <laughs> love rules. I hate when they implement rules just to break them later with some stupid, like, throw this in at the last minute kind of thought process. they don't do process. that with this? Uh, no, not really. Hmm. No, I, I don't think so anyway. Maybe, maybe there's a way that they do, but I guess we'll find out in the future. But, like, I don't mind bloodbending until bloodbending... Uh, they, they establish a rule that you can only do it on a full moon until later when it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I don't like. No, you just have to practice hard. Yeah. Yeah, try harder. Just be better. Uh, let's see. Get good, kid. Uh, he has a question related to the episode of the Firebending Masters in book three of the first series. Yes. Uh, if one went to present fire to the Masters on their own, like Iroh did, would you just have to do the dancing dragon without a partner like an idiot? I think that's an amazing question. <laughs> would you they be like, you parts? just have to sit there and wait? Yeah, you do half of it now and then uh, go back to the start and do the other half and we will combine them in post. And then you fusion them. Uh-huh. This yeah. is such a good question. <laughs> so good one there, Frank. I, I didn't think that. about that. It's really good. Uh, and that's uh, that's our emails for this Man. week. Thank you all so much. Uh, it's a blast hearing from you. You've, you. It's better and better all the time. Great work. Better and better and better. Well, I would almost agree with you, but um, Frank just keeps sending in bad emails. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any? Continue to or do anything? so, Frank. We really appreciate it. <laughs> do we have any what? Twitter? Oh yeah, do we have anything on Twitter now? Uh, Christina basically did the tweeted us the same information. Not okay. not yep. to yeah, the full extent, but you know, just that she didn't realize we had stuff out there. Um, a lot of people are sad about the the letter. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I was just checking. What'd you say to me? I was just checking. She said you're a chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, I'm pretty ready to be done. All right, highs and lows. Highs and lows. Boom, boom, boom. Oh wait, that's the wrong song. Um, yeah, I know. We're, you're back in uh, Last Airbender, man. I wish. Um, that <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly, especially as I watched this one, and you can probably guess from my high rating, I honestly thought like if they just kept doing this stuff, sure. I would have really liked Korra. Yeah, yeah are, I guess. Are you going to talk about it in your high? Like that's a crazy high rating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I've already so I've already talked about how much I really appreciate. It. So like the the beginning of the episode was a little bit boring and slow, boring. but they did have some really good moments. I thought with um, uh, Tenzin's family, like I really appreciated that stuff, even though it wasn't quick or actiony or anything. I really liked it. So that's we're already we've already got that. Okay. So Milo was, uh, honestly, so I actually changed my mind about Milo throughout this episode. Um, and I think it's, it was a lack of Bolin. Ooh, yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't, I mean, he was, like, visible. He had, but like, he one had line. one line, which was, oh, car, oh, you're good. Car, that oh, was very funny. <laughs> that was yeah, funny. Like, it's amazing how quickly they can get, like, Bolin's endearing personality yes. across. Even he's got one line and you still love him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I just think it was a waste. I really like him. He's Agreed. I think they he might really be my like... favorite of the Avatar of the team oh, he's Avatar. Definitely my favorite. Yeah. I really hope yeah. he gets to do more because they they're just not utilizing I him at all. I can't wait for you to see his season two plot and see what you ah! think about that. Me too. No, I'm, I'm Does he become evil? No. Because that no, would be no, cool. No, no, not really. No, 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 no. Oh. I mean it's somewhat related kind of, but he doesn't know. Ah. It's interesting. I'm just I don't know. I've only seen season two once, so I I I am looking forward to watching it again in the sense that maybe I have a we'll have a different take this time. But yeah. in this episode, yeah. um it was good, it was serious. You know, they, they kept out the relationship stuff besides at the beginning. But it just mm-hmm. because it was so serious, it made me miss Bolin a lot. Me too. So, um yeah, that's probably my low. Okay, Otis. Uh was Mako as a character. Oh, I get Milo and Otis. That's funny. Thank you. I thought it'd be too cerebral, but I went with it anyway. Milo Milo and Otis was a... What a douchey thing to say, buddy. (laughs) Oh, I hate it. I thought the humor was too high class for you. Please. And then I didn't get it. Thanks for calling me stupid. Not high class. It's just that like you really have to connect a lot of bizarre dots to get what I was saying with just Otis. And I wasn't sure that was like reasonable for anyone to do. But you did, Noah. That's because before I've gone Milo and Otis. You solved my crazy fun riddle. Otis, uh, you go, you dummy. <laughs> Hannah's done. <laughs> is uh, what they what they keep doing with Mako's character? Yeah. Like he, he's worthless. They act like he's part of the team, like the writers seem to, but like he's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like everything he does, you're just like, wow, you're just you're just an awful person. You can't even heat up tea. <laughs> yeah, and it's I I I don't like Mako. And None of us do. That, that was brought to the fore of my mind during this episode. So, that's my low. Hana. My low was how Pema treated Lynn. Yeah, right? It's very yeah, catty for someone who's weird. an adult woman with four children. For someone who and, yeah, won. A baby on the way. Yeah. And who, like, I don't think, from what we've seen, Tenzin has ever given her reason yeah. to feel Suspect like she anything. had to behave that way. Yeah. And I think it was catty and stereotypical of woman, of a woman, and I didn't like it. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, I actually think their relationship is like the worst. I did in every other way. Like Pema Ooh, seems Pema like a nice Lynch? person yes. and like great yeah. mom and a great like she takes in these kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just think I saw this moment. I thought she was gonna welcome Lynn and be like, "Thank yeah. you for watching me and my family." And it was going to be a beautiful moment of sisterhood. And they flippin' ruined it. Well, and that's what I said a few episodes ago, too. Like, um, I think the worst thing they do with Lynn's character is make her uh, feelings towards Korra about her feelings towards Tenzin. Yeah. I think it's petty. Yeah, like, it's, it's fine that they have a history. Yeah. yeah. I just think at this point, even if it was still a little hard for her, I don't think she's the kind of person who would let it affect anything. Yeah. Right. And I don't think Pemo would either. Like, she's literally about to give birth to Tencent's child. I think 
I think he's into you. Well, you Although that hormones. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I guess. I just thought they missed an opportunity. Yeah. For, for growth. A really nice exchange. Yeah. Yeah, Lynn was like so sacrificial. She didn't deserve to be treated like that. Yeah. Especially in this episode. Yep. No, we'll try. Uh, well, my... I can't come up with anything. My high. <laughs> I got nothing clever. I was thinking of my ties, but I I couldn't make it work. Hi-ho. Oh, my hi-ho. Um, That's bad. Yeah, it was... Uh, I'm gonna just going to go off to work right now. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, that wasn't good either. Man. Anyways, <sighs> the high in this episode for me was Lynn. I thought Lynn was yeah. so cool. Um, Me even too. if she didn't need to jump on the airship, the fact that she did and the way she sacrificed herself um, yeah. and just like throughout this episode just keeps putting Tenzin and his family first and their safety, which, like, which is so cool. It is cool. such a good rationale. Right. I, was, I didn't think about it, but like they're the last air, airbenders. Yeah. <laughs> like they have to survive. I thought Aang and was so, the last airbender. Right. You'd we did. think. Isn't that what the show said, buddy? I think they said something to that effect. Yeah. No, and so I just, I I don't know, like, her going to defend them, uh, her just constantly kicking butt and taking no prisoners because she's all out of gum. Um, She's so cool. It's just so cool. So uh, Her, like, praising the children and the way Tenzin raised them. Right. And uh, and then her sacrifice at the end where she loses her bending. You're just like, no. I literally got goosebumps. It was, like, such a powerful moment. Yeah. Because I was, like, tough would be so proud of her child yeah for sure and if she isn't (laughs) then i hate her yeah you know what crossed my mind during this episode as i was watching lynn uh run across that airship was that toff had a baby toff got pregnant at some point like it's just weird it was just specifically toff you know like her personality because she was nowhere as a kid right well even like but like also abrasive and like (laughs) yeah she's just like just don't imagine her having kids yeah, so, so it was just like, oh, you got pregnant. Like, it just dawned on me that like, you had a child. What an interesting thing to think about. All kinds of women can have children. I know. No, no, you can only I, have women if you're loving and nurturing and calm. You said women. He said words. I, um, am I don't get your point, though. A little tipsy. Well, sp- so it's not about like the, <laughs> it's not about like the child rearing aspect. It's about what comes before the child rearing aspect. Like I tried. You're to th- surprised someone was attracted to Toph. No, I was surprised Toph was attracted to anyone else. Like sexually, like it's just oh. weird to think about Toph. Uh, no, like, remember she tried to kiss yeah, Sokka. That- remember she likes Sokka. Oh, that's true. She's got feelings. Yep, you're right. She's not asexual. What? Just you're because right. she's blind, she can't have feelings, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. That is literally what I said. <laughs> The, the second definition of literally. So, buddy, was that your high? Uh, so, my high. Well, what, thinking about Toph. Reproductive system. Yeah. So, the, I think the first time I watched this episode, I think my high, uh, and I don't think I'm taking because I think we've just heard that you you agree with Noah, Hannah. Yeah. I think the first time uh, I watched this, my high was getting to see General Iroh at the end. Because it was such like a, because mm. I was watching this sort of as it happened, like a, there wasn't any spoilers yet. So like yeah. hearing general the words General Iroh and hearing Zuko's voice come out of it was like, <gasps> like it was just it was a good twist. It was a Shyamalan yeah. moment, as it were. Dante yeah, it was because except a good kind. They just kind of yeah. make you think in this show, like you forget about Zuko. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, well, right. But and then it all comes back. It was back. a nice reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that was the first time. But this time around, as I was watching it, like, it was just clear to me. Like, I've said for the last two or three weeks that Lynn, like, every episode I've said, like, Lynn is baller. Mm-hmm. And so did you just give us two highs? So just to make sure that we talked about Iroh, I wanted all right, to put Noah. that in there. <laughs> yep. But I agree with you guys. I think that the story arc for Lynn in this episode, like, she is a shining star. So she is amazing. To, to not give her my high see. in this episode felt wrong. I can't believe she's not going to be able to metal bend it anymore. Yeah, don't worry. Why? Why? She's not going to be able to metal bend. for what? We talked about not, we don't care about spoilers. Yes, I do. I All have right. said that so many times. Okay. You guys always say that, and then I say, I do. Okay, sorry. I don't want to know. Sorry, it's gone forever. Ah. Cabbages. All right. Well, good for her. I guess I don't care anymore. <laughs> She's not even trying. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah, you better cabbage, cabbage. out of this. <laughs> Great, thanks. 
<laughs> but yeah, I I did get goosebumps when we saw General Iroh, and they said his name. Mm-hmm. Yep, like, that was Aww. so beautiful. It doesn't really was make it, is that his grandson? So, so like but, I was actually so thinking, you think you would think his kid would be named Iroh. I did. Yeah, I thought that too. But I mean, oh wait, they you're right. They, they had so who did he? Yeah, what did he name his son? If not after his uncle, Iroh? maybe it's General Iroh Junior. There you go. <laughs> um, um, wait. So did Zuko and May have a kid? Presumably. We don't I'm know sure. if I'm not sure. So defending my four and a half rating, we have Tenzin's family and his kids doing amazing things. We have the whole story arc with Lin, which is wonderful mm-hmm. and at the end so like that in and of itself those two things for me is a four and then mm-hmm. at the end we get that great moment with general iroh coming on four and a half all right interesting not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i know a i'm solid not wrong episode for me i'm sticking at a four i think four. a four is a pretty good rating agreed i mean yeah uh, yeah noah <laughs> 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 no, this episode was pretty good. I, I will raise it. I don't think it was quite a four for me. Maybe I need to watch it again. But I probably put it at three seven five. I'll take it. <laughs> he swayed you. <laughs> I'm so okay, swayable, uh, though. Come on. That's true. As always, do please reach out to us. It's a lot of fun hearing from you yes, folks. Please. You can email us at starkfriends.com podcasts at gmail.com friends and podcasts is plural uh you can also just uh send us some messages on our facebook or on twitter both of them are at stark friends we'd love to hear from you uh and oh uh, we've got uh, another podcast if you're interested in just hearing our thoughts about life and things in general uh check out stories a stark friends podcast it's also on spotify um and uh, itunes as well uh, and it's just we just, they're much shorter episodes and we just talk about whatever we sort of feel like we want to talk about uh, it's a lot of fun uh, and we soon will be working on a third podcast that is going to be us playing through some what? D&D campaign well we're going to record the Pathfinder oh. stuff we're doing and I'm just going to I'm just going to post it uh, without a whole lot of editing so if you're interested but uh, what if I swear in fantasy I don't know I'm we also are going to have a fourth podcast um, <laughs> Called we called we Drake found a way Josh. a Drake and Josh podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a Hannah and Noah special. They're gonna be working on that together. Yeah, <laughs> Buddy has agreed to not just be in it, but to also do but all the editing and, and all the planning it? and all the posting <laughs> and all of the so, organizing. So, so the normal the the normal yeah uh, deal. But um, hey, Noah and I are the stars, <laughs> and Buddy is the. Behind the scenes. You, say, say what, say what you say what you want, buddy. You couldn't even remember the name of this episode. Yeah, you'd be nothing without Noah. Yeah, you Speaking were just of thinking which, of uh, Toph and her babies. Join us next week for <laughs> skeletons in the closet. Well, two weeks. And yeah, as always, yeah, join us next episode in, for in skeletons two weeks. in the closet. And yeah. as always, be careful where you take oh, your cabbages. My cabbages. And your babies. <laughs> Cut. What? <laughs> Is that the close up? That's the sign up. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no.